Kia ora Koto. Hello everyone. Welcome to episode 50 of Only a Podcast, uh, the half century. Half Hello, Captain. century. How are you doing? Hello Captain. Kia ora whanau. We're doing okay. As I've just been explaining, it's very sunny. It has been sunny for a couple of days now. It's a good job we're not recording the podcast yesterday because all the neighbours were out with their cutting, mowing, chainsawing, blowing, oh, whatever yeah. kind of machines they've got. So you would have just had a... <laughs> It's a background noise of, of a whole yeah. neighbourhood being jealous of the neighbours or being worried that the neighbours would think too much of them. Uh, yeah, you, you, of them. you're never more than 30 seconds or 30 yards away from, <laughs> from a power tool, are you, in this country? Unbelievable. From an old man with a leaf blower. Yeah, it doesn't stop. In the stop. cities. No. But, uh, but there we go. Uh, no, we joined in, I have to say. We, just, sorry, no, no. we did join in. We, we joined in. We we felt the pressure. And, cut, um, cut some stuff immediately. And to do yeah. some stuff. Cut things. Oh, um, yeah, so episode 50. So I thought yeah. uh, I'll, I'll come up with some really good things to say about the number 50 and that. So yeah. I looked up a load of mathematical statistics. Wow. Didn't, yeah, didn't bother. It was too boring. Uh, okay. But I did look up, I, I googled a few lists uh, about the number yeah. 50. So I looked up Empire um, Magazine's uh, greatest films of all time. Ooh. Number 50, Vertigo. Ooh. Yeah, wow. Fair enough. Like, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, don't know. It depends what argue, was. We could argue about whether it should be higher up, but. Uh, yeah. Well, I haven't got the whole I'm, list. I'm all right with that. That's all, right all I've that. got. Oh, I'm um, all right. It's fine. Uh, the NME's 50, uh, greatest albums of all time, number 50, was Dusty in Memphis. Well, yeah. It's a good record. There's no doubt about Fantastic. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's apparently 49 better ones, um, but it's a good record. Uh, the Guardian's best books, number 50, was Men Without Women, Ernest Hemingway. Don't know that one. Oh, Never no, read Hemingway. I, Probably I've, should. I've read The Old Man on the Sea, and right. maybe one of, maybe I can't even remember. I'd certainly yeah. read The Old Man on the Sea, but I don't think I've ever read that one either. Right. That was in there. Yeah. And Empire, again, uh, 50 yeah. greatest TV shows. Number 50, mm-hmm. sorry, 50th greatest TV show was Only Fools and Horses. Oh, Again, okay. Yeah. All right. Might be top ten for me that one, but I ain't seen them all. When I've seen them no. all, I'll do a list. But I ain't seen okay. them all yet. Um, so what we got enough. on the show today? What we what we got? Uh, we've got some serieses, as it were, uh, drama series, series couple series. of drama serieses to talk yep. about. Uh, we've got. Um, I've got a small whinge about um, Python, Monty Python, and specifically John Cleese. Um, uh, and um, we guess we should begin by talking about the obvious stuff. Uh, <laughs> Any new so, singles out recently? Any upcoming yeah, bands? Uh, yes, the eighteen pounds it would have cost, I believe, to buy said said wow. single in a horrible sleeve. It must be said. Oh, the it's Beatles, hideous. Uh, the Beatles now and then. Um, we've been let down twice by classic rock bands with releases lately with the Rolling Stones, um, Hideous Hackney Diamonds, and this is possibly worse. What were they looks- thinking? I thought it was a placeholder when I saw it. Yeah. It's, that's the sleeve. I thought they would have done a, you know, a, a homage to one of the classic Beatles photos, you know, uh, or something. But yeah. no, it's just a horrible bit of tech, like graphic design I, text, horrible thing. I, did, I couldn't even be bothered to look up who it was mm. that did it. And... Well, uh, and if there was any thinking behind, yeah, it. maybe it's maybe it means something. Maybe I haven't looked into it either. Maybe it's there's if something it, I don't know. If it does mean something, maybe it should be a little 
just a tiny bit more obvious because yeah. it's hard to it's hard to work it out. Anyway, yeah. notwithstanding, the song is out and there's a sort of little mini film to go with it as well, which is mm. which is quite nice. Well, there's the um, actual video. Have you seen the actual music video as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. as well as the yeah. film, yeah. yeah. Um, well, what do you think of the song? Let's start with the song. Right, okay. Well, I'm going to get sort of uh, a bit a bit, uh, a bit nerdy about it, I think. Uh, um, it was 77 was when he did the tape. Right. And Lennon sat down and did the song. In the long period between uh, the rock and roll album, a covers album, and um, Double Fantasy, which was his sort of comeback album in yep. 1980, I think. And the sort of mood of the demo is entirely consistent with the kind of yep. of I Love You Yoko songs yep. that he was doing at the time and eventually distilled down to make Double Fantasy and the one mm. after it, which name escapes me at the moment. So it's a slight thing, and it's one of his demos, and I counted the words. 42. There are 42 words in, um, wow. in Now and Then. Oh, so there's not all that many of them. No. Um, but uh, it's, it needed finishing off, <laughs> to yeah. say the obvious thing. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah. you need finishing off. Um, and th they did. They made something out of it. Um, the, the, the sort of nice little touches like George's slide guitar, which I was talking about the other day, uh, mimicked by mm. Paul. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go any further till you start to say something. <laughs> no, well, it's exactly what you would expect of a Lennon song of that era. It's exactly yeah. what you'd expect. It's kind of a bit syrupy and a bit all that. Um, yeah, it's not great. It's it clearly is a Beatles song. They're all on it, yeah. which is great. Um, it's not a great Beatles song. But it's. The, it, I think it feels nice. Do you know what I mean? It feels it, right. It feels. It doesn't sound it, I, nice. It feels like they've done a good job with it. And I, I thought the, and vid the video was was. Well, yeah. I think they might have used the same firm to make the video that made the the, the cover art because I, the video I felt <laughs> was pretty low quality in terms of mm. you know they did some trickery so they put young John Lennon next to older John Lennon and you know they did all that mm. stuff but. It didn't look great. Do you know what I mean? With the technology yeah. that's out there now, I don't know if Peter Jackson was involved. Maybe not I didn't think, that one. I thought the video was really, really nice. And it was, Yeah, it did feel like, yeah, actually that I think we're done now. We're not getting any more. This is it. This is the end of it, I think. And it, it was nice. It was a bit, you know, a bit, you know, sentimental, emotional, whatever. But I think the quality of the video wasn't very good. No, it, it sounded like them. Yeah. Which the previous sort of two, um, Jeff Lynn helmed yeah. things, which sounded vaguely like the Travelling Wilburys. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, I'd, I'd, I'd say from the, the sort of overall sound and the, and the and the nature of getting four guys in a room, um, it's much better on that respect. Hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, but essentially the same sentiment as in "Just Like Starting Over," the Lennon song. You know, it's similar ah, kind of I suppose similar it is, kind yeah. of thing going on. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, so, great, uh, great. Um, I thought the little film was good, uh, as opposed to yeah. the, the music video. The film was good. Again, it was uh, there was some footage in there we hadn't seen before. Yeah. Um, overall, I, I'm glad it's here and it's it's nice. But I won't be playing it anytime soon. Not while I have uh, oh, everybody got something right. to hide except me and my monkey. So. Yeah, I had I had one I had one moment where I went, oh, that's 
Wow. Yeah. And that's when in the film uh, they go, and we isolated John's voice. Yeah. Zoop. And there it is. And it's yeah, just it was, a little it was bit great, wasn't it? Just him. Yeah. And I thought, oh, yeah, it's nice yeah. to hear that. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. But yeah, I yeah I do maybe think that's it now. I think. Have you looked at the Red and Blue oh. albums yet? Do you know what's going on there? They're I, a bit, bit longer, aren't they? They're on, they're on Spotify. Yeah, they're a bit longer. There are different things. I mean, the tax man's coming in on one of them. Uh, mm. I can't remember any of the others. But what I will say is that last time I surmised that the Jeff Lynne um, ones mm. that they were going to do for anthology mm. um, are not going to be on there. Oh, okay. So um, that's yeah. a bit. What was a bit of a surprise to me, but they've gone and picked things from existing albums that are popular tunes and padded them out to be triple albums. Um, so don't like that. Yeah. It stinks, doesn't it? I think that stinks. That's just kind of if there's nothing uh, yeah. new on there. Uh. Uh, from a from a, yeah, uh, it, is it? Are all the grooves packed as tightly as the two uh, as the, mm. the double album version? It may be a sonic thing. You you get better mm. sound if you maybe, if you can maybe. put bigger grooves in it and that kind of thing. Yeah. Or it may just be a let's sell them for more money. And I think they're one hundred and forty dollars here Ooh. each for a triple. Nice. Nice. Nice for some. I won't be buying those. No. I haven't got a record player. So that's a good good reason yeah. not to. Um, I still want. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the Beatles thing. Maybe it's I'll, um, before the next Beatles. episode, I'll do a bit of, a little bit more of a deep dive on into those red and blue albums. Um, they're, they're on Spotify, but they're on pre-release or something. So I think that means they're there, but you can't play them. I think that's okay. what it means. Something like that. Mm. So I'll, yeah, before the next episode, I'll try and do a bit of homework and see if we can really get to what's what's going on. What's new? Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. In other news, so uh, I'll, I'll start. Um, so I finished off the one. David Beckham documentary that I'd been watching. Yeah. Um, that's good. That's good. Um, you learned a lot about David Beckham, which is what you want from a David Beckham documentary, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you hear all the stories of Alex Ferguson kicking the boot and it cutting him on the eye and him getting fired by Capello and all that stuff, all the stories you hear the truth. Well, you assume it's the truth, but you hear his side of the, all those stories and it takes you right up to the present day. And he's just living, living a very quiet life. Now he's in the countryside. He keeps bees and he just, um, yeah, he's just chilling out and having a nice time. So it was all right. It was worth a watch. I reckon. Um, yeah. Speaking out of chi- speaking of chilling out and worth a watch, I noticed uh, a trailer on the telly on TVNZ the other day for Mortimer, Mortimer and Whitehouse Gone Fishing. Yep, it was on yesterday. Yeah, started yesterday on prime time Saturday night, eight o'clock or yep. something. Half past eight. eight. Half past eight. It's like what yeah. was it? Was it Series One? Do you know? It was. I didn't watch wow. it. But uh, is that prime time? viewing in in new zealand it's very british isn't it and it's now uh i don't i did i i don't know whether we'll see it move time slot um it doesn't seem that it, it is to me no uh that a lot of people like fishing that said um, yeah but that's but nothing like fishing over here is it fishing program no that's true and fishing programs are generally on before the news at the weekend kind of thing so you can go mm. on a sunday and, and mm. half past four um mm. You know, there's um, the ITM fishing show and one or two others. So I, I don't know how it's going to go. 
Bob, they will know Bob Mortimer from mm. Would I Lie to You because would we get Would I Lie to You here? Mm. Uh, if anyone's into the fast show, they'll know Paul Whitehouse, or if they've mm. watched Death of Style in film, I don't know. I'm oh, sure but everyone over here will know those two guys, wouldn't they? I'm yeah. sure. Um, we'll see. We shall see. Yeah, what I just I, uh, I don't know if that whether they get into six series or, or I haven't looked on um, on demand yet to see whether that entire mm. um, canon of of Orson yeah. Whitehouse has been dumped on TV and Z or whether they're doing it one at a time. Mm. Um, we shall see. Yeah, but um, yeah, if you want to watch that, people of NZ, you can now. It's, it's on telly here. You don't need to mess around with. VPNs yeah. or anything like that. So, oh. yeah, yeah. What else you got? Good. Go on, so go on. Um, mm. I sort of, uh, what if, because I haven't actually watched it yet, but um, I was pleased to see that season eight, oh, it is season eight, of Shetland, um, the return of Shetland, uh, with uh, a new senior policewoman in it. Just, um, which is cool. Who is um, uh, she, her name is Ruth Calder. Di Ruth Calder returns oh, to yeah. Shetland and confronts old home truths and ghosts and all that kind of stuff. And she's played Ooh. by Ashley Jensen, oh. who was Maggie in yep. Ricky Gervais's extras, and she yep. was in Ugly Betty for a long time. And she yep. was in Mayflies, which we did plum plug, yep. <laughs> or even plum. Um, we did plum uh, it, a while yeah. ago. We did. Yeah. So that was cool. But it's the, the old, all the old favours in the cast, like Alison O'Donnell is Tosh McIntosh, um, Stephen Robertson is Sandy Wilson, um, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm very pleased to see that's back because um, mm. I liked all the old ones. Um, I've never watched that. Yeah. No, nah, it's good. There's so much telly to watch, isn't there? There is. It's too much. Oh. Speaking of which, yeah. <laughs> there's some more. Yeah. Um, I know we both had all our lists, although it's another one that you maybe haven't started, but no. I have, is All the Light We Cannot See, the four-part um, version of Anthony Dewey's book on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, came out this week, and I we instantly jumped on and watched the first two episodes, um, which are really good. Uh, there's um, in the role of Marie-Laura, was called, I'll have to read it, Aria Mia Loberti, and it's her mm. first role, and she's pretty amazing. Um, Mark Ruffalo and Hugh Laurie are the heavyweights yep. in it, as uh, her father and her uncle, respectively. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's the story of a blind French girl um, in Saint Malo during the war, um, and uh, I'm not going to explain too much about it, but she broadcasts in the evenings to the to the people who can hear her all throughout northern France. Uh, and those people also include a young German soldier called Werner, who is um, quite entranced by her broadcasts. Um, will they meet? What will happen? Yeah. Um, as the bombs fall and the, and the Americans get closer to um, liberating them. Mm. Um, uh, you've read the book, and I've read I, the book too. I read the book about a year ago, sometime last year. I thought the book was outstanding it's Pulitzer Prize winner wasn't it the book yeah um I thought it was absolutely brilliant and uh, I didn't know they were making a a, a movie or tv show uh so and yep. that just popped up this week I saw that was that was coming so yeah looking yep. forward to watching that the wife's read the book as well so we'll, we'll watch be that interested yeah, you'd yeah. Be interested to hear what you think mm. um and me having watched it uh tell you if you have read the book like you 
who are watching it and folks should watch it too. And the other way around, if people just find it on Netflix, read it and enjoy it, then go and get the book mm. and see what you think. And I will say it got a bit of hammer on um, Rotten Tomatoes. People didn't like it. And I can only think that there are, there are great devotees of that book and people think it's it's a good book. People think it's absolutely superb and how dare anyone mm. tamper with my memory or my thoughts or yeah. all of that kind of thing. So I, I can only think it suffers from that. Mm. But I will say that you should ignore said 23% or whatever it is and carry on and watch it. So there. It's interesting that, isn't it? Because, you know, TV adaptations or film adaptations can be so different to the book. Yeah. You know, um, it's not I to say once, but I mean, uh, um, uh, the luminaries, the luminaries, Indeed. of course, I was halfway through reading the book when the TV series started, you know, so I thought I'll watch it cause I'll, you know, I'll, it, it won't catch me up. Um, I, it won't spoil no. the book for me. And all of a sudden they just shifted all the time around, didn't they, were, they in the they TV rather, series? Yeah. So I had spoilers in episode one. Um, yeah. so, um, yeah, that happens, doesn't it? Oh, Lord of the Rings. I was uh, trepidatious about seeing the first Lord of the Rings because I thought, yeah. oh, what's this going to be like? Mm. Is it going to be? Well, I don't know. It's all here in my head, the Lord of mm. the Rings. It's not, it's not up there. Yeah, of course. So what's it going to be like? Um, yeah. It was fine. Yeah, they did okay uh, with, the, with those films, didn't they? I, I never yeah. have watched The Hobbit. Have you ever watched The Hobbit? Uh, unfortunately, yes. It's far oh. too long. Far oh, too that's, long. Yeah, as I think I said at the time, I don't want to watch a movie that takes longer to watch than it would take to read the book. <laughs> it's yeah. about nine hours in total, isn't it's it? Like it's not a big hours. book. It's not a big book. Nine hours. It's yes. got extra bits in the battle scenes yeah. go on. It's got extra battles. I don't think they're actually in a book. No, um, there's no battles really, is there, in the book? Not vague illusions there's the yeah. uh, the the lake the the lake town thing yeah. that's all in there and the dragon comes down mm. of course of course it is um but yeah the battle of the five armies and oh i don't know uh, it's, it's too much oh, and songs too many songs as well uh, yeah shut yeah. the shut the dwarves up for god's sake <laughs> you have to sing another song you have to sing a song with every meal you've got no <laughs> Don't. Just don't. Uh, dwarves, you have to eat your, Just eat your food and get on with it. You don't have to sing about it. <laughs> Excellent. Me. Excellent. Um, yes. Yeah, so All the Light We Cannot Say. Very much looking forward to watching that. That should be good. Yep. Jolly good. 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 Excellent. Yeah. Um, I've just seen um, – well, I've got Bill Bailey playing here tomorrow night. Uh, oh, yeah. Or Tuesday, Tuesday night. I'm not going. I saw him here a couple of years ago. And he's great, but I'm just just not going for whatever reason. I think yeah. there are a few tickets left uh, mm. if anyone wants to go. Um, and I've just seen, have you ever heard of Tommy Emmanuel? Does that name ring a bell to you? I have heard of him, yes, indeed. Guitar uh, virtuoso. Finger style guitar yeah. virtuoso. One man band, of... acoustic guitar players. He's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a guitar legend. Well, he's playing over here as well. He's just announced some dates. All right. So uh, I'm definitely going to go and see him. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able cool. to get anyone to go with me. It's a bit, yeah. It's one for the guitar players, I think. But um, that's all right. Yeah, right, you, you won't be alone. <laughs> no, no, it's, yeah, exactly. I won't be lots alone in other, being alone. Lots of other guitar nerds there as yeah. well. Yeah, so uh, I think it's not till April. But yeah, I'll go along to that. He's an incredible guitarist. Um, yeah. Good stuff. Um, you wanted to talk about Monty oh, Python? Oh, I did. I, I did. But I turned. I'm not going about it too long. But uh, basically, Cleese, John Cleese. 
Sir, is he a sir? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Uh, he's he's breaking the news because he's going to get a show on GB News or something like that and interview people and complain basically about how his free speech has been infringed in various ways. Mm. Um, and it sort of set me off because I'd put a little comment about Python earlier on in, in notes to maybe talk about at some point. So he, he tripped me off. It's all his fault. And I was reading uh, a history of Great Britain by Andrew Marr. And he was mentioning Python and how groundbreaking it was. And then he went a bit into the history of where they were at the time and who, you know, the, mm. the university system they all sprang out of, very much most of them, um, which got me kind of thinking, really, because um, was it more when we were teenagers that it was about uh, a communal reciting of the sketches and the the the, the camaraderie you felt from um, uh, your mates all knowing the lines. A bit like, I'd, I'd say the fast show, but, uh, you know, a bit like that. Although the fast show is tremendously funny. Mm. Did I did I really just like Python because a lot of other people like Python? Because I don't even remember laughing that much. And um, this just struck me as something not entirely unusual because I was nothing like any of those people, except possibly Michael Palin. Mm. So why would it? kind of resound with with a well, 14 year old I, I think it's because because it, when i was you know you've got a few a few years on me but i think when i was a 14 year old of course it was the young ones which i've mentioned regularly on here yes uh, same thing it was anarchic and it was a team sport you come in and re- reenact sketches in the playground the next day and you know yeah. just exciting to a to a teenage boy well, and teenage girl as well i suppose yeah. but to a teenage boy how exciting is that you know it's just the, the, anarchy and it was maybe the odd yeah uh, maybe the odd swear word, not so much in Python, maybe, but um, well, yeah. Uh, and Python, you know, you'd see boobs and stuff sometimes, wouldn't you? No, maybe it was uh, maybe it was a similar sense of anarchy that set a lot of people off. But I don't uh, remember it being particularly funny. No, and I, th- I think we've said this on here before, or I might have said it on here before about you know you think of the greats of comedy. Tommy yeah. Cooper, Morecambe and Wise. I've just, I just, I've written Ken Dodd and Dave Allen, who gave yeah. me more laughs than Python ever did. Yeah, but if you were to get the the complete works on on Blu-ray and watch them, I don't think you'd laugh very much. No, we all know the the best things that Morecambe and Wise and the two Ronnies did, and all that. We we know and their greatest guess. hits, but there's mm. a, lot of, a lot of trash in there as well. It's a good point. Um, not trash, but it was of its time, and it what, what yep. it was probably funny then. But yeah, something like Python, I think, is such an acquired taste. It's avant-garde, yeah. isn't it? It's like yep. freeform jazz or something. It's like you don't even need to like it; you just you dig it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's a good point. And I've again, I've definitely t- said this on here before. I went back a few years ago now and watched Life of Brian. I hadn't seen it in years. That would that would have been one of my you know top three favorite yeah. films ever yeah, i don't yeah. think i laughed once so it just it just gone the shine had gone from it um Weird. yeah so i have to do that hmm. I, i'm the holy grail as well i i could yeah. i could put the i could put those two films kind of separate to the hmm. to the rest of the oeuvre as it yeah because that was that was but, different uh, yeah yeah but but yeah I'll, I'll be honest anyway. i've not i've not seen much of monty python I've ne- I've never no. really never really watched it actually. Yeah. I've I've for, seen bits for your time. Yeah, I mean it used to be on probably repeats I guess when I was quite young. 
So mm. mid to late seventies, it used to be on at like half ten at night. So I'd occasionally get to see a bit of it if I was up late. But yeah, it was just what the what the hell is this? But I was too young to have a stand a chance of yeah. understanding it. But mm. yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, anyway, I should confidently say mm. I should confidently say that I won't be tuning into John Cleese's current output. Um, no, so, he's, um, he's become one of those fellows, hasn't he? One of those, a bit. Yeah, yes. there's a lot of them about these days, more and more. Such a snowflake. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah some, something like that. What uh, else have you got? I've got nothing else on my list. Um, right. I'll, uh, kind of I'll, it, then. I, I can go back to last week's list because I had so much on last week's list that I didn't, um, yeah. didn't, didn't cover it. Um, there's a young man. He's a, an internet sensation, I think. He's on Instagram and TikTok, probably, but Instagram. Mm. Francis Bourgeois. Have you ever heard of him? <laughs> You know, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, know. I, I occasionally get presented with his um, with his Instagram. <laughs> That's probably because I've been I've been liking it. It's, it's probably you've been liking it. So filtering through to, to you. It. So he's a young uh, again. Um, I, I may not have discovered anyone here. Maybe that everyone in the world knows who he is. But he's a young in his twenties, early twenties, probably quite posh, quite nerdy, geeky young ma- English young man. But he's a train spotter. Yeah, and he takes you on his train spotting adventures and. Um, he loves it. He's so passionate about train spotting. He, he just loves Even it. The, the sound of an engine could yeah. just set him off into yeah. glee. And it's, Total um, glee. It's, it, it's really great. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Different times. Yeah. Um, but i got a feeling he's playing a bit of a, an act, and I think he's quite a cool dude, actually. Well, did you – he got Alicia Lehman to come on a show. He did. Footballer he obviously. did. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, he, not, she's not into trains. Surely, I don't think so. But yeah, he did. You're right, and he was he was yeah. he was working it. I think he's yeah. I think he knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, good lad, France Francis Bourgeois. We'll, um, we'll put a link to some of his uh, yeah, some of to, his, to his Instagram cha- uh, channel. Yeah, yeah. he's not just a steam either. It's like big oh, diesel electric oh, things. Oh yeah, he, he loves them all. Trains, yeah, all kinds does. of trains. It's great. Yeah, I really want a train set one day. I'll have a train set. Really want a train yes. set. Yeah. But, um, not just yet. Uh, all right. I'm done. Um, yeah. We're quite episode 50. So thank you to everyone that's listened and watched and interacted and all that. Um, yes, we've done 50 episodes over just over two years, which isn't bad going. Uh, yeah. We've had few thousand, shall we say, listens and, and views. Yep. A few, good few thousands. Good. That's all right. That's that's all right for for what we are and what we do. Um, best fiftieth birthday present you could give us would be a like, a share, subscribe, do all those things for us. It really would help us. That'd be great. Get a bit Introduce of traction. One more person into yeah. each into the uh, into the into the world of only a podcast, and then yep. we really like that. Then we'll have eight followers. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, eight regular yeah. followers. <laughs> no, it's not quite that bad. But, yeah, if you could do that for us, it would be great. And uh, thank you for uh, for listening, um, which I think for the 50th time, you should say goodbye, Captain. Goodbye, Captain. See you later, folks. See you next time. Goodbye.